A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. There's a lot of discussion about what the, the new world order will be. We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. In the new world order. Individual carbon footprint tracker. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing, it changes you. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under the skin. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. one, one. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's almost time for the great culling to begin. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. This is Connect Those Dots. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another episode here of this humble little podcast, Connect Those Dots, and I am your humble little host, Joe Wakili. Now, for this episode, we're going to do a nice deep analysis of a concept that I talked about a lot when I first uh, started Connect Those Dots. It's it's taken a bit of a back seat because the world's so crazy and there's so many things going on and there's so much stuff to talk about and there's so much to expose and there's so much to connect. But th- this is definitely the one now that seems to be picking up steam again. And I think it's very important to bring it back out in the light for people to have in their minds again. It was my sixth episode where I talked about this. I went really in-depth about it, and uh, it's about cyber attacks. Cyber attack, as uh, Klaus Schwab likes to call it so much. So you can go and check that episode back out again on on Spotify. It's audio only. But, yeah, we covered a lot of good stuff, but I'm going to cover a bit of the same ground that I did in that one. I'm going to play you a lot of the same clips. I'm going to give you more updated analysis, and I'm going to play you some of the new pre-programming and seeds that they're planting now in the media that should make you pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario. So let's start with that clip. Let's start with that clip right now. The infamous clip that got made cyber uh, cyber attacks, cyberpunks, cyber attacks, a, a household name If for the people that are paying attention. Nobody's ever heard of cyber attacks before. Nobody's really thought of the concept of it. But ever since this clip that I'm going to play you right now, it made people very familiar with cyber attacks. So here's the infamous clip of Klaus Schwab. Pay insufficient to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance 
in comparison to a major cyber attack. The Kobai 19 crisis will seem like a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. So he says it straight up and, you know, giddy while he says it. He's letting you know. He's like, you thought that COVID stuff was weird? You thought that COVID pandemic that you had to deal with? You thought that card that we pulled out? You thought that play that we broke out of the huddle and played upon the entire world? You thought that was bad? Well, what if we take your power? What if we take your internet? What if we take your energy? What if we take your entire way of life? Everything that you rely on, everything that you've been habituated on your entire life. What then? At least with the COVID crisis, you had your room, you had your Netflix, you had your video games, you had your drugs. But what if a cyber attack happens and you have none of those things, right? <laughs> so they weigh out these crises. These are all sort of cards in their deck that they can play at any time, whether it's pandemic, whether it's wars, proxy wars that, that you, you see with the Ukraine and Russia phenomenon whether it's civil strife, race relations, we can play the race card, whether it's their global climate agenda that they try to pressure on you. So there's all of these different things, and you're going to hear Klaus say again in this clip where he loves to talk about cyber attacks. It's not just that one clip that I played you that everybody's heard. But he, 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 he talks about it regularly, and the World Economic Forum talks about it all the time. So let's listen to this clip of Klaus. It's, it's, it's a quick one, but it, it's a funny one to me. It's a funny one. So let's just listen to it. Here it is. You have also uh, big risks, which we have alerted to in our risk report, like uh, a cyber attack. Uh, we had a big risk uh, in our uh, risk report. Uh, one of these uh, biggest risks that I love to talk about so much is a uh, cyber attack. He loves it. He just loves to talk. Cyber attack? Yes, I love the cyber attack. But hear what he's saying. We have a lot of things that we weigh out in our risk reports. Our risk reports. What I just got done telling you, they, they weigh out what are the crises that we can sort of facilitate and manage and steer to help us get closer to our endgame goals. That's why you hear, it's a famous quote from uh, Henry Kissinger, never let a good crisis go to waste. And our, our buddy Yuval Harari that we know so well, that, that's one of his uh, major sayings as well that he loves to exploit so much it's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste so never let a good crisis go to waste we have to make these crises we have big risks in our risk report oh, what's the biggest risk uh, energy shortage or pandemic oh we, we did pandemic already maybe we we pump the brakes on the on the pandemic for a few years 
Uh, race relations, it's going pretty well. Uh, we we need another George Floyd. If we can have another uh, George Floyd, that would be good. Maybe another false flag. Maybe we do attack on gay people next. It is the, it's the Pride Month for sure. Uh, what else? Uh, we have the Ukraine. The Ukraine, that's an ongoing crisis as we can exploit. But uh, you know I love cyber attacks. Right, cyber attack. So they're gearing up for the cyber attack. Got more clips for you. This is the Indian wing of the World Economic Forum. So a bunch of uh, Indian dignitaries, they go over to Davos as well. They hobnob with uh, Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari. And uh, they talk about cyber attacks too. They talk about um, how the COVID... Get this, how the COVID crisis is going to prepare them for cyber attacks. So what does one have to do with the other? What I just told you, that they're all different cards in their deck. L listen to what this Indian dignitary says, and then we'll unpack it afterwards. A very warm welcome to everyone to this special on averting a cyber pandemic. This is the fourth day of the Davos Virtual Week. During this session, we will discuss how the COVID-19 pandemic dramatically increased the de dependence of economies and societies on digital technology, increased the vulnerabilities of individuals, businesses, and governments. And the goal is to examine the lessons of this pandemic and, and, and identify steps to prepare for a better, future global response to cyber attacks. So through the COVID pandemic, we can better understand how we respond to a major cyber crisis. What that means is we can learn from all of the stuff that we got away with, with our controls, like giving people vaccine passports, digitizing people's healthcare, having complete tabs on everybody. Our surveillance was able to upgrade. Surveillance, people could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century is this ability to hack human beings, to go under the skin, collect biometric data, analyze it, and understand people better than they understand themselves. This, I believe, is maybe the most important event of the 21st century. Because of the COVID crisis. So a cyber crisis can make us expand those surveillance powers, those powers of control even more. We can learn from what we did, from all the powers that we gained with the COVID crisis, and we can apply them to a major cyber crisis. And they, they use this language to try to make it sound like they're these saviors. It's a Hegelian dialectic. Uh, cause the problem and then pose as the saviors with the fake solution to the fake problem that was all orchestrated from the beginning, right? And that's the confident language and laissez-faire attitude that they use by hedge funding the world.
creating crises, controlling the crises, steering the crises, and ultimately implementing tools of control and further gaining ground in their ultimate great reset, build back better endgame goals. Some would say to build back, back better. We would say to really have a great reset. So here's another clip from the World Economic Forum. Cyber attacks pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario. So let's watch this fun little video on the World Economic Forum's YouTube page where they're going to tell you how great they are. They're going to tell you how in danger you are. They're going to make you fearful. They're going to make you shake in your boots. But don't worry, the World Economic Forum with their 666 logo, they're going to be your saviors when it all falls down. They're going to come and save you. When everything's gone and your power's out and your bank has collapsed and you can't find food, the World Economic Forum's going to be your savior. The COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core. Why is it shaking our economy and societies to the core? Because because of a virus? Because people got the cold? Because the cold and the flu went away? Because you, you guys called it COVID? That's why our economies are shaken to the core? No, it's because you were authoritarians and you locked everything down. And you force people to take experimental injections so that they can get the, the get everything back to normal and trust the science. But go on. It's just it, out the gates. It's just gaslighting. Shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. How vulnerable we are. Oh, we're so vulnerable. We, oh, we're shaking in our boots. Biological threats. All oh, the COVID killed so many people. But we called, you know, cures like ivermectin, horse medicine, and we we put people on ventilators and 90%, the vast majority of the COVID deaths were, were on ventilators. But whatever, I'm digressing. It's just, it's just infuriating. And you see how everything connects. You see how everything is all just one and the same. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any bio- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like, I want to play you the video, but it's just like it's being overlooked. What is being overlooked? What did we overlook with the COVID pandemic that you guys made it in a Wuhan lab that you guys did gain a function that Anthony Fauci's eco health Alliance was involved with the Chinese communists and uh, Barack Obama moved the, the COVID research and the, the biological research lab out of Carolina and moved it to Wuhan, China. Is that what we overlooked and Bill Gates is involved with it and that Bill Gates owns the World Health Organization? Is that what we overlooked? What, what did we overlook? That a pangolin and a bat went into a Wuhan wet market? That climate change caused the pandemic? I'm sorry, it's just, it's just, yeah, you see what I'm saying, right? Okay, let's, let's just go on. Let's just go on. I'll, I'll try not to stop it biological virus its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus to give you an idea one of the fastest worms in history the 2003 slammer sapphire worm doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours fortunately at least until now cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have but the economic damages, and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives, have been equal and sometimes even greater. 
You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. Mm -hmm. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars, and that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. The time is now to give your entire trust and give your entire well-being and uh, give your entire life to the World Economic Forum. And uh, just like the pandemics that this uh, fellow likes to talk about so much and likes to compare this to so much and that they all love to compare this pandemic to a cyber attack so much. They had war games. They had pageantries. They had uh, rehearsals of how they would deal with a pandemic. And we all know what they're called. They're called uh, uh, Event 201, Agenda 21. They're called the Operation Lockstep. They're called the, the SPARS 2025. 20, Those are all their little war games and pageantries and rehearsals that they run when they're planning to create the crisis. crisis. And they're all there, all the, the Johns Hopkins, the Harvards, the, the World Health Organization people, the WEF people, the Bilderberg people, they're all, they all participate. They had one for a cyber attack. They had a whole conference about cyber attacks. It's called Cyber Polygon. And who is it hosted by? Our buddies at the World Economic Forum, of course. But then when you try to look it up, they removed it from their website. I thought they cared about us so much. I thought they loved us so much. I thought they wanted us to be prepared for a cyber attack so much. I thought we were supposed to pay sufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a cyber attack. But why'd they take it off their website? I want to know what I can do to save myself from the frightening scenario. Why'd you take it off your site, World Economic Forum, oh overlords, oh omnipotent ones? But it's not just the World Economic Forum psychos and all the usual James Bond villain people that we all see now. E even the puppets. They've been talking about cyber attacks for a while. So even Joe Biden is telling you that there's going to be a cyber attack. And... Oh, the Russians are going to do it now. So the evil Russians that we tell you to hate so much, all oh, Putin, he's a Nazi. Even though it was Russia that defeated the Nazis and the main war in World War II was really Russia versus Germany. They were fighting the Nazis. Not saying that Russia was great, but I'm just saying, oh, Putin's a Nazi. Russia's, Russians are all Nazis. Okay. Okay, brother. Gotcha. Okay, NPC. Got you. Here's Joe Biden saying that the main reason we will get into a war with Russia is because of a cyber attack. But I think it's more likely we're going to end up, as if we end up in a war, a real shooting war with a major power, it's going to be as a consequence of a cyber breach of great consequence. And it's increasing exponentially, the, the, the capabilities. 
Yeah, Jack, I mean, really, we're not getting into a war, is it? Cyber attack, a real shooting war. But he's not the only one. Here's Hillary Clinton. Hitlery Clinton. Telling you, <laughs> I mean, the warmongering, absolute, like, just tyrannical bloodlust of Hillary Clinton. It's, it's just so unbelievable. How, how anybody can be, like, bewitched by Hillary Clinton... Is is truly unbelievable, especially now. Everybody's got her number. E even normies hate Hillary Clinton. But this is what she was saying when she was on the campaign trail. This is what she she said. This quote I'm going to play for you right now in like 2014. Yeah, she was spoiling for war. Imagine if she won the election. Imagine if they didn't underestimate Donald Trump so much against Hillary Clinton, and Hillary. And they stole the and they stole the election for Hillary like they did with Joe Biden. And Hillary won the election. We'd already be in war. We'd already be in nuclear annihilation. This is what she was saying in 2014. Greasing the skids for a war that would come out of a cyber attack. We need a military that is ready and agile so it can meet the full range of threats and operate on short notice across every domain, not just land, sea, air, and space but also cyberspace. As president, I will make it clear that the United States will treat cyber attacks just like any other attack. We will be ready with serious political, economic, and military responses. I want us to lead the world in setting the rules of cyberspace. That's some stuff, isn't it? That's some stuff. And so they've been holding this in their back pocket for a very long time. They, they, they want to play this card very badly, but they've been waiting for the right moment to do so. And I think we're getting closer to that moment. I think we're getting closer to that moment. One more clip before I play you. The new news stories. We got this guy, Jeremy Jurgens over at the uh, World Economic Forum. And I'm going to read you his title right now. Managing Director and Head of the Forum's Center of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. I mean, bro, what kind of silly title is that? But Jeremy Jurgens, he's their guy over at the World Economic Forum. And he's telling you. Within a year, within a year or two, you're going to see a cyber attack. He says, cyber experts say that a cyber attack about to happen, bruh. So prepare for it. Here you go. Jeremy Jurgens, director of the Forced Industrial Revolution, telling you there's going to be a cyber attack. The World Economic Forum's uh, Global Security Outlook uh, Report 2023. This is a result of uh, research in collaboration with the forum's communities and our partner Accenture, which we've uh, interviewed and sought input from over 300 executives globally. The most striking finding that we found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. 
So there's that. He said that at their very last Davos meeting. That was like a few months ago. So do the math here. Connect those dots here. And what I'm about to show you is very eerie. What I'm about to show you is is gonna is gonna after everything that I just showed you, when you when you see this and you're gonna make the connection, you're gonna see that they are they are priming, they are setting the table to feed us this meal of a cyber attack right now. So what I'm about to show you is a, a few instances of the mainstream media priming you for the, the prospect of a cyber attack, telling you how fragile the grid is, telling you how easily it can be destroyed, telling you how your world will be turned upside down if it happens, telling you that Russians and right-wing extremists... Now, what is a right-wing extremist? Now, they define a right-wing extremist as... Anybody that doesn't want to take an experimental vaccine, anybody that doesn't want satanic pedophile content at their target stores, anybody that doesn't want little boys dinglings getting chopped off and little girls breasts getting chopped off, anybody that thinks that everybody's race is the same and we're all equal no matter what race color you are and we're all created by God, anybody that thinks... uh. Joe Biden didn't really win the election and that there uh, there wasn't the most fair election. You're a white supremacist. Got it? Good. So these are the same people that call you white supremacist all day and they're telling you that you're going to cause a cyber attack. Just after you heard Klaus and Hitlery and Sleepy Joe and Jeremy Jurgens tell you it's imminent now they're creating the crisis in your head you know those mean conservatives with the MAGA hats and they like Donald Trump they're gonna cause a cyber attack when the power goes out you better blame them this is what's happening when where are these white supremacists where are these KKK members where are they taking out the grid where are they hacking everything but here we go no rhyme, no reason, no evidence, just a blatant propaganda gaslight seed being planted in the mind of the brain-dead NPC. Homeland Security is warning of a potential troubling escalation in tactics from right-wing extremists. Catherine Harridge has more on this, and she joins us from Washington. Catherine, we understand the power grid could be a target? Good morning. According Watch her read this teleprompter. Watch her soulless eyes and soulless face read this teleprompter right now and tell me it doesn't send shivers up, up and down your spine. To the intelligence report obtained by CBS News, these groups have developed credible and specific plans to attack the power grid since at least 2020 as a way... Since at least 2020. Oh, when Joe Biden got in office and the Trump supporters and the insurrectionists just couldn't stand it. They've been planning to shut down the power grid and take everybody's power away. Yeah, that, that's what they've been planning. The insurrectionists, the grandmas that walked on the on, on the Capitol. And the, the oath keepers, the seditious conspirators that, that got locked up for seditious conspiracy. That we're getting tacos. 
that they I mean, it's just unbelievable these these it's 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 demonic and evil when you see this woman right now completely soulless read this teleprompter demonizing you me the average everyday person when they're spoiling to shut the power off to disrupt the country and the ability of government to operate the report warns extremists adhering to a range of ideologies will likely continue to plot and encourage physical attacks against I love it. Range of ideologies. It's funny, right? Because the people that actually say that they want the power turned off, the people that actually say that they want to take your gas away, they want to take your electricity, they want to give you a, a green a new deal, a green agenda. They want to take away your gas stove. They want to take away your gas car. They want to make you eat fake vegan lab grown meat because cows are destroying the earth. They want to take away your energy. They openly talk about taking away your energy, but the right-wing extremists are going to be the ones that destroy the power grid, even though the same people have been saying that they want to take away your energy and take away your power. Power networks, which include more than 6,400 plants and nearly a half million miles of high-voltage lines. While the bulletin emphasized small-scale attacks are unlikely to cause widespread power loss, it may cause disruption to critical infrastructure like hospitals and police departments. Homeland Security noted several indicators, including online chatter. Online chatter? How, how, like, how specific? If you see online, what does that mean? What does that mean? Online chatter. The DHS says if you see online chatter, that means that there's an extremist afoot and they're going to destroy the power grid. I mean, come on, man. I wouldn't want to get like pop off this episode, but how stupid do these people think you are? Meanwhile, they're the ones that tell you they want to get rid of your power all day. While the report does not suggest an imminent threat, the Homeland Security Secretary has warned lone wolf actors and small bands of extreme. Look at her. Look at her. She, there's nothing there. This woman is stolen. She's a husk. Robotically reading a teleprompter are among the greatest domestic threat because they are hard to detect, disrupt, and can mobilize quickly. All right, Catherine, got it. Well, tonight, the nation's intelligence one. agencies are warning of cyber threats from Russia and are urging oh, U.S. critical infrastructure defenses to be reinforced. As CBS's Bill Whitaker reported on Sunday night, 60 Minutes. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, that's all, folks. What more do I need to show you? I'm sure you believe me. I'm sure you trust me. But now it's like, oh, Joe, what do we do? For cyber? I don't know. I don't know what you do. You prepare. You have storable foods. You have, you have protection. You have a means of protecting yourself. Because things could get very Mad Maxi. The COVID pandemic would seem like a small disturbance compared to a major cyber attack. Take it from the James Bond satanic friggin' demon Palpatine Sith Lord Sauron Voldemort freak himself, Klaus Schwab. Pay insufficient attention. Because what you experienced before with this COVID stuff, you thought that was bad, it's gonna look like nothing. 
So I'm telling you, I'm telling myself, preparation is key, but more than anything, you know, this type of stuff's ine inevitable anyways. You know, it, it's all prophesized. All of these dominoes are gonna fall where they mean, where, where they have to. I'm not saying that lose hope. I'm saying rejoice in the fact that you know it's gonna happen. You know that you have to deny the devil. You know the right way forward. You know that it's God. You know that it's Jesus Christ. And that's really the main message that I want to give you in the end of this, because this information might seem dire, it might seem scary, it might seem like too much to wrap your head around. But it, it's, it's all there. These people like Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari and Jeremy Jurgens and Hillary Clinton, they, they are demonically compelled to achieve a goal for the devil. That's it. That's all you need to know. These are human beings working on behalf of a demonic power-hungry ruler that's not of this world. That's the real deal here. So when you see Target and I exposed it all last episode, when you see Target's coming out party and that they would proudly work with a satanic girl that turned into a guy and rocks the Baphomet horns, that's not an isolated incident. That is the entire aura. That is the entire spirit of this entire New World Order agenda. But rejoice in the fact that you know you're protected. You know the right answer. And the right answer is Jesus Christ every single time. Because you know what pisses off the devil? You know what pisses off Klaus Schwab the most? You know what pisses off those satanic target freaks the most? You want to really piss off these demonic freaks? You just say the name Jesus Christ and you watch them get pissed off like you'd never believe. So with that, Doc Connectors, pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of the cyber attack. God bless. Peace out. Always connect those dots.